Before we start this episode, I would like to take a minute to tell you about the upcoming Texas Woodworking Festival, where makers and enthusiasts come together to celebrate their love for the craft. Join us for this two-day event filled with fun, creativity, and inspiration. The festival brings together lumberyards, woodworking organizations and clubs, content creators, furniture makers, and tool manufacturers for a weekend of food, drinks, and all things woodworking. This year, the festival is launching educational seminars where you'll have the opportunity to learn from some true masters of the craft, including Frank Straza, Philip Morley, Kim McIntyre, and Andrew Hunter, just to name a few. The festival will be held in Austin, Texas on August 26th and 27th. Visit TexasWoodworkingFestival.com for more information and to buy tickets. Whether you're a seasoned woodworker or just starting out, there's something for everyone at the Texas Woodworking Festival. Hi, I'm Kyle on episode 463 of the MWA podcast. We're asking Kim McIntyre the five questions. And if you haven't already, be sure to check out Kim's interview on episode 462. So welcome back to the show, Kim. Hey, it's good to be here. Well, thanks. Well, before we get started, we need to give a shout out to our patrons. And today we're giving a big shout out to SP. And if you would like to support the MWA podcast, please go to patreon.com slash MWA podcast. And we appreciate your patronage, SP. Muchly appreciated. So let's get on the five questions. Hope you're ready. All right, let's do this. All righty. Well, first off, um, what's your favorite tool? Now, before you answer this, the limit is 23. And you can go hand tools or machine tools. So well, let's see how many of those 23 I'm ready to list. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, this week I am using my Lee Nielsen Brian Boggs flat spoke shave a whole, whole lot. I am working with um, some still still green, but not as green as I would love for it to be, but um, still feels cool to the hand ash that's been split up and turning it into um, stool leg blanks so uh, getting lots of time to refine my my spoke shave um, skills and well that's a in, good that's a great spoke shave yeah so, yeah, so do fun. you have the curved curved sole one too or just the flat sole one? i i have both um mm -hmm. i think that there might i have the curved one and i don't know if there's like a concave one as well but i have the flat and the curve right yeah i don't think there's a concave one there's a okay. There's, well, I don't think that's a Brian Boggs one, but I think there might be one that's it was kind of shaped like a chair devil. But yeah. uh, anyway, yeah. So yeah, that it's is cool. It's a joy to use. And uh, yeah. with socially hanging out with some of my local Seattle friends, they get together once a month to do just spoon carving and hang out together. So I really enjoy bringing my spoke shape to do the outside of my spoon a ton. I, I don't enjoy as much of the knife work as other people do. And so I can sit it in my lap and just work with that. Um, so it comes with me all the time, all over the place. <laughs> oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, but let's see. I have been also, um, since introducing the Panther router into my shop a couple years ago, I've just really enjoyed doing a lot of joinery with that tool. Um, so that's a huge favorite one. Um, and a few years ago, I got secondhand from Todd Clippinger. I don't know if you've ever interviewed Todd um, on the show. American Craftsman, I think, is his Instagram handle. Or I'm not American sure. American Craftsman Workshop. Um, but he was out of Billings, Montana for a while, and then went and taught at a middle school out in Oregon for quite some time as well. Um, he's had a YouTube channel, but um, not active there these days. But 
from from him secondhand, I got his uh, 26 dual drum drum sander, and that has opened up a whole new world of like doing shots on veneers. Um, that after they come off the bandsaw, being able to pass it through there and just oh, getting man. such a nice consistent, um, you know, thickness off of them. I've never used one of those, but that definitely sounds cool. Yeah. 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 So, so, um, so what kind of grits do you have? I assume you got a quarter grit. I just have 100 and 120 is what I okay. consistently, I have, you know, some other options, but mm -hmm. I'm really going off of Todd's knowledge. He's like, these two run the best on this tool. And I'm just like, great. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, I do. I do have a drum sander, but yeah, mine's just loaded with 120 grit and it's just mm -hmm. like, okay, I'll send it through, but I send it through two passes each face, you know, yeah. and then send it around two passes on the, on the other one. Yeah. So I can imagine that that would be nice to have the rougher and then the finer and it's probably yeah. one pass you're done. And Exactly. Yeah. It's been a joy to have. And, you know, to even just, you know, I'm doing multiple laps, but, um, cause I'm just taking really fine passes, but to get all those bandsaw marks down, you know, like, I guess I probably could run the tool a little harder, um, on your shops on veneers, but it, you know, I'm happy that you even do multiple laps and uh, slowly work my way down. But it, it does have five horsepower, so it's got some some ability. Whereas I think other smaller ones uh, kind of slow down a little bit on you. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Good so tool. so you got plenty of power then in your shop. I, I should have asked you what how many two twenty yeah. circuits do you have? That is a super good question, and I actually need to go back and ask my electrician, like. So that my uh, Texas Woodworking Festival talk will be about my shop. Um, <laughs> I know that we brought more power to the house. Yep. And I think we brought, so I now have at least 300 amp to the whole house. And I don't know what I've got exactly going to the shop, but um, I put 220 in, you know, multiple spots on every wall. Mm -hmm. um, and then I wanted to be able to run at least two, to three actually i think i have enough power that i could run three five horsepower machines at a time um oh, so having a nice. dust collector mm -hmm. um a planer and then this drum sander um so yeah yeah but that, i mean my my panel itself is over two feet tall of just various you know um <laughs> you know circuits there that so i i have a lot of options as far as um i'm not by any means using all the power in my shop yeah well that's cool that's cool yeah so well cool well let's move on to the next question yeah. so who has influenced you the most fun question um i would say at this moment um there's an instructor at pratt fine art center that's been working there for quite some time in the wood studio um and his not name is tom Hinshai. um he has had his whole career as a woodworker here in the seattle area working in the nicest houses in town he also got to hang out with James Krenoff back in the day when he would come through and do all the woodworking shows. Like you basically, he's just absorbed anybody knowledge. Um, so I don't know, just, you know, for a while there when I was the wood studio manager, I got to hang out with Tom for two or three hours a week. You know, he would come in really early before his classes and we would just get a connect. Um, he also really enjoys the spoon carving. So I think I like spoon carving so I can hang out with Tom more. Um, <laughs> He also really enjoys adapting tools and making tools. And so just kind of getting that knowledge. And then anytime I've painted myself into a corner and don't know how to get out of it with a woodworking project, it's just a nice conversation with Tom. And then randomly, you know, my in-laws are trying to sell a house and, you know, 
the floor got stained by a plant or something that sat in one spot and I can just be like, Tom, how do I, you know, deal with this water stain on this hardwood floor? And he's so happy to coach people and pass on knowledge. And um, so just fun, friendly, enthusiastic about passing on knowledge and just really great at building community and so skilled and so humble. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, he, he sounds like another one we might, might want to hit up as a yeah. guest. I don't know. He, yeah. he has an Instagram account, but yeah. he keeps it private. But he's, I think, happy for anybody else to kind of ask to join in. He just, um, I think, doesn't want all the bots, you know, exactly. <laughs> interacting with him. Um, so I'll I'll give you his account is Rusty Rooster. Um, okay. He, back in the day, before he got older and grayer, he had really bright red hair. So... Oh, oh, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I think with his last name of being Henshai, he kind of <laughs> adapted the the rooster part. The rooster, you know, that so makes I, sense. Yeah. Oh, that is, that is cool. That is cool. Well, yeah, I will. Uh, we'll definitely have to reach out to him and, and see yeah. if he'd like to come on and be a guest. I know be... these days he's even teaching at Port Townsend Woodworking School on occasion too. Oh, so. cool. That's a nice. His reach is going a little further. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's move on to the next question. So, what is your woodworking white whale? The one thing you haven't made yet, but always wanted to, or, or being forced to. <laughs> <laughs> Super good question. Um, it has been on the to-do list for my own house to build a bed. I, many years ago, even designed it, um, mm -hmm. but it just keeps getting bumped down the road um, to whenever I think I'm not going to be busy. So I don't know when that's going to be, Um but I bought the hardware, I've dried the wood, it is stickered in my shop, so it's even gotten time to acclimate to the inside after being air dried for a lot of years. It's been rough surface, so now I just need to like initiate and start the build. Um, so that is the big white whale um, that hasn't been built yet. Cool, cool. Well, what, what size bed are you talking about? It will be a king-size bed, so it will yep. be... Um, yeah, we have enough room in our bedroom and our little dog likes to sleep in the bed with us. So having some room is nice. Um, and the bed design itself will have a strong mid-century modern sort of Scandinavian vibe um, with it. And uh, another mentor of mine, his name is Tom Jones. That's T-H-O-M. Um, mm -hmm. He runs a company called Semi-Goods. So he's not trying to take himself too seriously, even <laughs> though he makes beautiful furniture um he's also gotten to be a mentor of mine here in town and um so i'm heavily going to be you know using his design to to jump off of and we've talked to the construction method and uh it's been so long ago now i'm so thankful that after i talked to him i wrote up all the notes of our conversation but it's probably been close to five years it already feels like has gone by <laughs> since since that call so it's it's been on the to-do list for a little while Understood. Understood. Well, uh, so what's your uh, biggest stumbling block in woodworking? Um, I think it is how long it takes me to complete a project. I love to do my best work and I don't mind fixing errors. I like thinking about all the options and the order of operation. And I will always let myself do a practice cut and like mm. all these things that really make a beautiful piece of furniture in the end. But um, I don't sort of have the like, that's a good enough button. Like I want to do my best work all the time. And so I think it's sort of just the amount of time that I will dedicate 
and give away to do my best work, my biggest stumbling block. Hmm. I, I can relate to all that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get to some points and in a project or something like that. And I go, I don't know what my next step is. So let me sleep on it. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> I mean, I've and still you, got enough you, things to do in my shop that I can put a project down yeah. and, you know, yeah. kind of be marinating on it for a few days or a few weeks even and come back to it with yeah. an, an idea of how I'm going to go yeah. forward. And usually in those twilight periods when I'm falling asleep or I'm just waking up, I'll come up with an idea. They'll be, that's the way I should do it that's or something like gold. that. <laughs> yeah, those are the good moments. That's wonderful. Exactly. Well, so um, last question, how has the internet influenced your work? I would say that it's heavily influenced my work. Um, I really enjoy my Instagram feed. I do spend a lot of time there and just seeing beautiful work that I think seeing how well pieces can be made just helps elevate me and wants mm -hmm. me to keep going further up that ladder of like um, just learning new techniques or what, you know, like, didn't you see use hide glue and now, you know, just by getting influenced by others and being like, Oh, um, yeah, that's all I use now. To use hide glue. Not <laughs> that I use it all the time, but like, let's, let's have a bottle of that and a little, um, teacup warmer with some water mm. in my shop that when I think, you know, this might be a day that I need it, it's, it's warming up back there, um, in the background. Um, so I think that, uh, and I think, what I probably use Instagram and the internet the most for is just I really enjoy networking and building community and just being around other woodworkers and socializing. Um, and so just getting to build all of those friendships, those relationships. Um, I just really enjoy feeling connected with people who are kind of going through a similar thing in their shops or on a similar life path. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, you can use high glue for everything. <laughs> excellent point excellent that that's what i do I, I i love it it's just like okay yeah i can especially the liquid hide glue you know if you need something fast tacky you can do the granules and all that kind of stuff but normally it's just like okay yeah i got 40 minutes to play around with this before i have to worry about it setting up on me you know yeah exactly. <laughs> Which is, which is fantastic. Well, let's uh, move on to where folks can find you on the interwebs. Yeah, I can be found at McIntyre Furniture um, on Instagram, my website, YouTube, Etsy, Facebook. I'm on all of those platforms. Fantastic. And you can always find me at Barton.Kyle or BB Custom Tools on Instagram or at BBCustomTools.com or on YouTube under BB Custom Tools or Kyle Barton. And that just about wraps it up for this show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show on the podcatcher of your choice. Just search for the Modern Woodworkers Association. And while you're there, please leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram at MWA underscore podcast. And if you'd like to support the podcast, go over to patreon.com slash MWA podcast. But the best thing you can do is tell a friend. Word of mouth goes a long way in sharing our discussion.